today on CityCast Denver. When is diversity in the newsroom just tokenism? And how does the facade of diversity impact the communities these newsrooms cover? Because it matters who is on the news. Lori Lizarraga was excited to work for Nine News, but now she's the third Latina to be let go from the station in the past year, and she's speaking out. Sharing something like this is risky. Today is Tuesday, April 6th, 2021. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Let's take a look at the news. Today's high temps will only reach the 50s with an 86% chance of thunderstorms. Like someone once said, we need the moisture. Don't get your hopes up just yet, Denver. Getting us all vaccinated is on the horizon, but statewide numbers still show cases are rising. As of last week, Colorado is seeing more than 1,000 new cases a day on average. And new variant strains of COVID are on the rise, too. Legalizing weed was only part of the decriminalization process, but new legislation could be another step in the right direction. House Bill 1090 could raise the legal limit for marijuana possession to two ounces, opening the door for Governor Polis to pardon those previously convicted. Denver's Safe Outdoor Space program will continue. The sanctioned campsites received more city funding, and the Capitol Hill location will move to Park Hill with the new site opening June 1st. This means 50 community members will continue to have the option for safe housing within the city, and that's a win-win for everyone. All right, we got to talk about how journalism in Denver is notoriously white. It always has been. This conversation about a lack of diversity in our newsrooms has only caught more fire in the last year, with the Black Lives Matter movement and the national uprisings around the murder of George Floyd. Now we're seeing local newsrooms release commitment letters that promise diversity, equity, and inclusion, the Denver Post being the most recent one. And last week, I started seeing posts everywhere about a Latina Nine News reporter getting fired. Lori Lizarraga wrote a damning Westward article last week about her former employer, the ratings giant Nine News. I invited her on the show today to share a little bit more about why it's so important for communities of color to be covered by journalists who reflect their experiences and how it affects all of us when they're not. So, Lori, what exactly was your job when you were hired at Nine News? General assignment reporter. Okay, so you're pretty broad covering all different kinds of communities across the city, it sounds like. 100%. And when you are a general assignment reporter, you are you know, tasked with being um, pretty multifaceted in that you can jump at breaking news and you can also you know, try to get those sources and those connections in communities that can lead you to stories that you'd like to cover as well. So you really do have to kind of paint with a broad brush as a GA reporter. Um, but that was what I was doing at my first market as well. Um, so I was ready to take on that challenge. I considered myself a pretty good GA reporter. And I know that sort of dips in a little bit to what you spoke about in the um, piece that you wrote for Westward, the communities that you did end up covering. Um, and I wonder if you could talk a little bit about when you really started diving into the communities you wanted, obviously that you had a passion for working with, how were you made to feel like you didn't fit into the newsroom or like what you wanted to do wasn't exactly what they were looking for, maybe? It took about a year, Brie, I would say, 
to start really noticing that my attention was shifting in a big way to focusing more on um, race, diversity, equity type of reporting um, for Latino and Black communities specifically. And I can pretty much pinpoint it to a story about a Latino community that had been affected by the Suncor plant. Um, oh, sure. In for, sure. For years and years and years, this had been going on. And, and I went back to the station and, and was really curious about who had been covering this story consistently. And the answer really was no one. Um, and that felt like a, a gap where we weren't staying on stories that really deserved to be that's a huge focused story. on absolutely yeah. and I and I started seeing that and just realized that there was there was a real opportunity here to be that person um but in being a general assignment reporter and in knowing our viewership um there wasn't exactly an interest in staying quite as connected with those things as I would have liked to in your piece you said I had a misunderstanding of the diversity they wanted when they hired me. Can you explain what you meant by that? I think, Brie, I meant, and, and I mean that there is a conscious effort being made in industries all across the country, right now especially, to diversify who is being hired. And I think that, that in that conscious effort to hire diverse talents, um, diverse looking people with diverse backgrounds. What we come with isn't just what we look like, but it's the shared experiences of our communities. And I felt like there was a conscious effort to have us in the building, but not to elevate the communities that we brought with us or the shared experiences that we brought. Um, having us in the room to just do general assignment reporting felt like such a misuse of where we could really bring expertise. And it's still a struggle in newsrooms everywhere now that I'm hearing from so many people as a result of this piece to make our community stories as valuable as other stories in the community. That's so interesting. It's kind of like you're talking about that it that isn't the case yet, but there could be investment from the community in in being viewers of the show if they were represented in the show to begin with. You know, it's like you can't just tokenize your reporters and then ex and then just say I checked a box. We've got our Latinx reporters that are covering this community on a very surface level. We're done. When in reality, the community's like. Who doesn't want to see themselves represented accurately in news? 100%. You know? And I think if there are managers and leaders in organizations not just doing the reporting work, but making the decisions about what gets covered and how consistently you cover those things uh, and cover those communities, I think it would be less of a... Um, a struggle to cover the story, to stay on the story, but then also to sell the story just in the newsroom, just getting it out the door. Um, that's a lot of battles to fight in a day. And if you want to do it every day, every day. Um, but I think if we were represented in up and down the ladder, there would be a better 
more comprehensive understanding of the value of that consistent coverage. To get to another specific part of your piece, you talked about the use of language um, that Nine News wanted you to use illegal versus undocumented, which is bananas to me in 2021 that that was even a fight. But why was it important for you to be firm with the language that you use to describe members in the community who may be undocumented? The story that I told in the piece is significant because it's about a child. It's about a teenager, a high school student. And it matters if you're doing an interview with someone and you're telling them you'll be sensitive to their story, that you've asked them to put themselves in this position that is vulnerable and that does share intimate parts of their lives and, and intimate, in this case, parts of their the things that plague them with fear. And so I had not talked to him in asking him to share his story and told him that I would have to speak about him in the terms of illegal or here illegally or mm-hmm. in the country illegally. And in order to be sensitive to his story, it doesn't feel fair then to speak about him in terms of illegal. Right. Um, and, and that was why that stuck out to me so much is I had done this story under the pretense that we were all on the same page. And then I get back to the newsroom and, and we weren't. Um, so it really, it, it's, it's a complicated issue and I understand that, but I think not budging when circumstances present themselves that seem fair in order, you know, to, to make concessions um, or at least hear those unique stories and, and, and make decisions surrounding each one individually. Um, that really wasn't ever the option that I got. And it just didn't feel like we were being considerate. So maybe to sort of turn to the positive side in terms of after you've written this piece, you got a lot of feedback, I know, and a lot of folks reached out to you who probably had similar experiences in their newsrooms. But what do you hope comes from you sharing your experiences in the newsroom? I felt like if I didn't, if I didn't share, I would always regret it. And I really wanted to, to do this for the journalists coming behind me. And as always, as I have said, the reason for the piece was for the community because it matters who is on the news. And in a state like Colorado that is majority white, you can go about your day and really live and believe that your world is what you experience in your day-to-day life, who your neighbors are, who you see at the grocery store, who you work with. Yeah. And your perception of these different communities can be if it if it truly is the bubble that you live in, it truly can just be what we show you on TV. And if what we're showing you is the crime or the negative side of what these communities bring to the table, then truly our job as educators has not been fulfilled. We have not been fair to who we're supposed to be representing. And it it truly does matter that we characterize these communities not just for the the crime and the negative impacts that they make on your community, but that you're also getting an understanding that these are well-rounded, robust, and truly incredible communities just down the street from you who matter so much and who bring so much to the table. And if we're not showing all of those sides because we don't have those relationships or we don't value that side of it too, 
then we really haven't done our job. so glad that you came and spoke and and shared your experience because I, I just found the piece really moving and telling. Um, it's something as someone who works in media, we have to be constantly examining ourselves. And so I appreciate your honesty. I think it was a wonderful piece and I'm glad that you wrote it. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate it so much. It really does mean a lot to me. We reached out to Nine News for comment and also extended an offer for them to come on the show and talk about diversity in the news. They told us they can't comment on personnel matters, but quote, increasing diversity, equity, and inclusion is a continuing commitment in our newsroom and at our station. Like all newsrooms, we are striving to do better. We'll post the full comment from Nine News on our Twitter account, at CityCastDenver. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us, rate the show wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to our excellent morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Later. Space, the final frontier. Just space in general, having space in the world. Okay.